Hey, welcome out of the fog, Beef. Yeah, out of the fog. You, you know are what, out of the fog. You know, it's Halloween, everybody. We're, it's a Halloween Thursday. If you're watching this live, you're one of the three people right now watching live. You are lucky. 
because this is not Halloween, it's Devil's Night. Oh. We had to be in the bowels of Spiky Ball Studios on Devil's Night in order to uh, police the riffraff in front of our church. You don't want a nice egg. No. You oh, don't. There might be a few eggs tonight if I remember back in the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Specifically I, this building. I love riding my bike to town and toss a couple eggs. This yeah. is a target, this it building. Is. And I don't understand why it's a target, because it's given the children of the Delhi District Secondary School soulless on my steps to smoke cigarettes, vape, if you will, <laughs> or even smoke some dope behind the sign that I have there. My you know how many relationships I started on the steps of this building? Yeah. Many relationships have been started. Many girls have been fingered on the steps. <laughs> uh, I think there's been many breakups. There's been many oh, like, yes. uh, drug deals. There's been, there's been like uh, fights. Fights. Gr like, yeah, girls just like reaming guys out and they're just sitting yeah. and they're like standing. They're telling how he's, he's a fucking, fucking loser. Shit. All he care about yeah. is your friends. Yeah. And that has all happened in front of the church and yet they still see the church as a target for their uh, aggression, rather than something they want to go give a hug to, given the, those those great times that they'll remember forever, you know. Now this is the first Halloween of Spiky Ball instead of the church, so. Yeah, it's a no, it's a second. We we owned oh, this in second. September last year. Okay, that is a second. Yeah, nobody gave a shit about us last year, and I don't think that I don't think they're going to do any damage <laughs> today either. You know what it is? It's during school hours that they do damage to us, Beaver, and uh, that's because. They're stupid cocks, most like a lot of those kids, eh? The one wrote on my door, <laughs> the devil, I, I painted it red. I painted my front door red so it looked better than just like primer, right. which was on it before. <laughs> so I put red on it and thinking the kids would say, oh, they're taking good care of this door. Yeah. You know, maybe I won't fucking wreck it this time. But no, they wrecked it. They throw skateboards at it and then <laughs> they uh, take a rock and they scratch in it. The devil was here. And then they Whoa. put a pentagram, like a pentagram with a circle around it, you know? That's still happening, eh? Oh, yeah. Del high, buddy. They, they thought they were real clever when they did that, eh? Yeah. yeah. So I put on my sign, uh, hey, if you see the devil, tell him he's got to paint my <laughs> fucking door, you know? <laughs> and, and uh, you know, stop wrecking my shit, you know? I, I had to take swear words out of it, though, because I thought, it's Halloween, there's going to be people going by. Yeah. The first thing I wrote was, if you see the devil, tell him, to, tell him he's got to paint my door, and stop being a dick is what I wrote. And then I had to like uh, un- it's very, it's very correct, that's good. Well, I thought the devil was being a dick. Yeah. What are you wrecking my door yeah. for? Exactly. Right? Doesn't like your good time in here. Fucking devil. Or just tell him, tell him the devil's on the south side of the school. The devil's at school <laughs> teaching you things. Yeah. South side's <laughs> lame, man. South side, tell him. North side's where it's at. Tell him hit the pizza, so. Did you go to Delhi, Wes? Yep. Did you hang out on North, North End? South End? No, I basically went home as much as I could. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you really? lived close enough. Didn't enjoy high school? No. You wanted to get out of there as soon as you could? Too many people. You know, Wes, today is Halloween. You know that, eh? And uh, you had pitched to me, which you don't often pitch show ideas to me. No, nope, not often. But you did pitch a good Halloween show uh, idea, and you said, why don't we all just dress up in Halloween costumes? I got a great costume. And Here as we can see... <laughs> <laughs> no costumes, right? <laughs> nope. No one bought into it. And I consider this to be one of the great crimes of life in the Dutch Hall history. Because Wes Higgins, I know what your costume was. I, ha I put my know? ear to the ground. Figured it out. I figured out what your costume was going to be. <laughs> and I got to tell you, Wes, gold. <laughs> it would have been gold. And what we did here was we dropped the ball on one of the great all-time moments of life in the Dutch Hall history was what you were going to dress up as for Halloween is our, is our Prime Minister of our country. Is that correct? Absolutely. <laughs> great leader. He was going to dress up like the great leader of our country, Justin Trudeau. Huh? That, that Captain that Canada. Captain <laughs> Canada. The guy just won And he's still country. captain, yeah? Yeah. I didn't... You were going to dress up as the character that he dressed up as that him. got him elected. Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> won it for Lots him. Supporters. And I said no. I, I did not allow <laughs> West to come in full blackface. I don't want fucking Trudeau in his building. No, that wasn't it though. I was, uh, I was <laughs> actually thinking West might regret it someday that he was on the wrong side of history. <laughs> yeah, I don't see. West it. didn't no. care at all. 
No, because he's saying, well, if our fucking prime minister gets elected yeah. in blackface, then why can't uh, Wes Hagens get a promotion from coming into life from the Dutch Hall wearing a blue blackface and maybe a turban and having a nice time having a Latin party I hear, right? Yeah, prime minister does it. You think I'm going to catch some shit over it? We just elected a guy that does it. That's right. He has no problems with Two it. Two times. Yeah. So I do think, people, this is because this is technically when we're recording this show, October 30th, if you have an opportunity still to put a costume together for tomorrow night, please take the advice of my friend Wes Hagens, <laughs> dress up as the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, full blackface. Well, you can't, you can't forget, paint your hands too. It's way creepier. Arms, hands, you want to paint the entire body. <laughs> you don't want to leave anything unpainted. Oh, you might black. as well go full character. Yeah, because it, 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 that's the way Justin does it. He commits. He commits to full black. We have to follow our leader. Or brown. Black, brown. I bet you Justin Trudeau would paint his whole body red. Yep. For the native... Uh, Mr. Kool-Aid. For the, for the uh, First Nations people of our country. And then uh -huh. you can get your significant other to dress as Trump. Orange. Well, yeah, orange. orange. I was going to say yellow. Orange is better. <laughs> yeah. Orange. Orange. If you go yellow, that's a more of an Asian flair. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of it that way. But, but, to be, <laughs> but to be honest, I don't think I've seen anyone use yellow face before. Simpsons. Oh, yeah. But they're not, like, doing it to be Asian. No, they're doing it to be the Simpsons. The Simpsons, right? <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you go, like, the, the Washington Redskins, that's well, saying You're kind of forced into it. Skins, right? Yeah. Can you imagine they had, like, the Hamilton... Uh, yellow skins and it was all just like uh like, you know ninjas <laughs> on their uniform and stuff <laughs> that'd be fucked right like you'd be like oh, that's probably that's not questionable gonna, that's not gonna go over well to have the like, ninjas and calling yourself the yellow skins right it's just funny like that now we are like fuck that name's kind of fucked like what about all <laughs> the years that that was the name of the football team yeah it's still nobody is. thought of it like oh yeah, it's about well in uh, Waterford they had the uh, Red Men. The Red Men. It was a, as their uh, their high school mascot. They were the Waterford Red Men. Do you remember that? When you were in high school, was it the Waterford Red Men or was it the Waterford Wolverines? Ah, <sighs> was it the wolves? It the wolves? Yeah, I think yeah. there was wolves. The wolves or whatever. Now the they got to change everything. It used to be the Red Men. Like even baseball, Cleveland Indians, you can't. They don't hand out. Well, there's uh, still the, the Cleveland Indians, but, no, but they, they can't have the little picture of the guy on their yeah. hat anymore. And they can't. Which was that? The, or, oh, the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, they can't have the, the foam tomahawk. Can't. They don't keep, let that happen. You're not allowed to give them out. Fuck, that was intimidating, eh? When the Jays played back yeah. in '93. <laughs> oh yeah, the tomahawks. I love that cheer against us. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty cool thing. But you know, I I understand. Like Americans are way behind us on the native stuff. They don't care. Like, they just call them plain old Indians, and they don't <laughs> care that that was a wrong ge geographical thing. Like, yeah. back in the day, they're like, no, I'm fucking Indians. That's what they're. And they don't even care. You know, no, like, they don't. You can go to the States, they don't give two rats' asses. No. Like, I think the Washington Redskins, as far as the word goes, is the worst in sports. But the Cleveland Indians is the worst mascot. Right. <laughs> Oh, like worst mascot, okay. That's like a, no, their, their logo with the Indian that looks like the Satchmo. Like it's the, the worst. Global, but it's, it's like the black face of, of natives, <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. It's what they have a, for the Cleveland Indians. It was Chief Wahoo. Chief Wahoo. Yeah. Fucking nailed it, Wes. Yeah. But that, like, I mean, that's the most racist club in sports is the Cleveland Indians, well, I, I think. Most what racist think? owner, anyways. Well, I don't know. The, the symbol is the pretty fucking cool, though. Yeah. Like, I think of the Chicago Blackhawks, the greatest jersey and emblem, like, to and me in sports. One of the best emblems, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. me too. Like it, but we don't yeah. look at that as, like, racist. Well, that's because it's a, because in uh, the Chicago Blackhawks case, this is their, their uh, defense, is that it's uh, honoring a great. Uh, tribe of Native Americans mm -hmm. who uh, were called the Blackhawks, right. and then and they just want to show one of their elders and uh, depict it on their jerseys in order to honor their great uh, strength and uh, bravery or whatever. Yeah, it's kick history, ass. You know? Yeah, but That's what they say. Wait till somebody sues them for something. Like, it seems like everything these days yeah, would be related, to, related to anything discriminatory is all got to change it. Yeah, like Blackhawks will be will be targeted, but they're going to be targeted yeah. last. Yeah, right, right. So, and like such tradition and 
Like Redskins, I think number one. Yeah, they go. They Th- go. Then Cleveland Indians. Cleveland Indian, the hat thing is already gone. They just wear the C on their yeah, hat now. Yeah, they just wear the C. It's oh, already right. this year. I think Do they that have happened. the mascot of Chief Wahoo. Oh, I think the big he go. Bobblehead. I got a question. What What about CFL? What is What is that? What is it? Ottawa Red Blacks or? Yeah, or, oh, yeah that's what a is, tricky one. Yeah, what does that depict? Well, two for one. Yeah. What is the Red Blacks about? I don't even know. Am I right by saying that? Yeah, yeah I think you're right, Beef. Yeah. yeah. Is it supposed to honor? And it's a newer team. Like they, they're yeah. recent. They're the most recent. Uh, CFL nobody team. cares about the CFL, so they just <laughs> no, slip no. by. It's uh, the it's Bush just, League. Yeah, who yeah. cares about that one? Yeah, we're lucky we don't have two teams named the Red Blacks. Eh? <laughs> yeah. The Saskatchewan Red Blacks versus the Ottawa Red Blacks. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> like, how do you even have that? The league only has like fucking eight teams. You idiots. Yeah, yeah then, two of them with the same name. Yeah. But one was Rough Riders, two words. One was Rough Riders, one word. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So much different. <laughs> no, it's the Red Blacks. I don't know. One of the, is that really about race? The Red I, that's what I don't know. I always yeah. wondered. It's just, I would doubt it's just it. their colors. I think it's just their They're colors. They're just lazy. It's just a dumb mascot, like a dumb name for the team. Red Black. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a name. <laughs> well, that's what Wes would have been, was red and black. Tonight? Yeah, if they would have let him dress up. Yeah. I would, you know, Trudeau has dressed up as a native and as a, a, a brown guy and as a black guy Oof. and as a cowboy <laughs> and as Superman. There's pictures of all this shit, man. I, I'm, I'm sad I don't have them on here to show you all the pictures of our fucking... It's crazy that the opposition didn't have that the first time around, eh? Like, it's it's Halloween this year. You know that guy is, like coming up with a costume right now because he's our prime minister has been dressing up for the like the last 45 years <laughs> and uh why is this year gonna be any fucking different right. like, he's gonna want to dress up again and he wants to go hardcore and <laughs> you know there's a team of people around him that are just like like no no <laughs> no stop stop, stop doing just it. Not do it just go subtle this year you know you don't need to go full fucking yeah you luckily you luckily won let's just yeah. take that as a win he's like i thought that meant they were cool with it man <laughs> yeah. they meant they liked it i wanted to go as mr t this year <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome eh that would be judo awesome. shows up for like parliament oh, he's dressed man. as mr t i would love it <laughs> pity the fool. Yeah, it would be kick-ass liberals <laughs> <laughs> I think that could happen. <laughs> you know what, guys? We should uh, continue on this program with a segment we call feedback. We call it, uh, we got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. Welcome to feedback. We got feedback. Uh, this week's program is brought to, you, brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you guys go to Live from the Dutch Hall's website, you go to livefromthedutchhall.com, and if you got ad blockers, shut them off, and you're going to see some uh, Amazon, uh, what do you call them, like banners? Yeah, those things. You click on them, yep. you go right to Amazon, you do your shopping, and then I get money. And then uh, you think, well, why do you deserve money? It was like, well, why does that bald fucking guy deserve money? He's already rich. I'm not even rich, right? So then that guy... Deserves it less than me. You want to give it to a poor guy? No. Don't you? Does that just make sense logically? That's right. That you would do that. So don't go to Amazon. Go to Life in the Dutch Hall and then go to Amazon. And that way, the poor people get money. Yeah. Right? You help the poor people. Well, people are probably shopping for an outfit. They got a party coming up this weekend. You know what you do? Amazon. Head to Amazon. You can dress like anything. Actually, first what you do, you head to uh, Life in the Dutch Hall. Yeah. That's what you do. First. First, ad blockers off. Amazon on it. thing on the side. Giddy up. Buy a dick costume. Full <laughs> cock. Buy your girlfriend a vagina one. Black face paint even. Plug yourself in. Yeah, black. You want a black? Black face paint kit. Yeah, man. They're on Amazon. Amazon black. has everything. Great return Where do you think policy Trudeau too. His face from it was all Amazon purchases. And he's been known to be a fan of our show. If you do look at the iTunes feedback, there is one piece of feedback from uh, Justin Trudeau himself. And uh, it's been there for years. No one's made a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've Party. never done it because I don't want to show partisanship. I don't want to show that I'm for a party or against a party. I just want people to be people, you know? You're neutral ground. Neutral ground. That's why I don't promote the fact that 
the Honorable Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said that we're a great show on iTunes. And if you don't believe me, go on to our iTunes thing, look at the feedback. It says a great thing. Said it for years. No one cares. And you know what? <laughs> I think it's true. I think it's him too. I think it's him because who else could it be? It couldn't just be me putting in a different name in the thing when I put my feedback in. That'd be ridiculous, right, Beaver? You know, last week we complained that uh, we didn't get any feedback. And uh, we got this. uh, I was wrong. I was wrong. We did, actually. You were wrong. And this was what we missed. It says, hey, Pete, Charters definitely had the man cold. Ha ha, what a pussy. <laughs> LOL. C-U-N-T from Laura Collins. Oh, Laura. And I did not mention this last week. I kept it quiet. Let me guess. She does not like that. No, she did not like it. Because you know what I said last week when the people didn't give us any feedback? You gave them shit. I told them all to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Is what I said. Uh, And you know what she said back to me? She said this. She says, hey, Pete, here's some motherfucking feedback. I gave you feedback last week. And I will not go fuck myself since I gave you feedback. (laughs) And my feedback (laughs) was insulting charters. So she just wanted to make sure, doubly sure. That we knew that. Fuck charters. Straight to the point. That's a good fan. Yeah. And I could tell you, Laura Collins, you know, I apologized profusely online. I got made sure to make amends for my mistake last week. And uh, not only that, the type of feedback you gave, it really improves the quality of our program because charters is really the weak link in this whole uh, show. And when you, you and people like you point that out, it lets us really um, just crystallize the fact of something that we've all thought but never said, <laughs> and that is that Charters is holding us all back from greatness. And thank you very much, Laura Collins, for that, because that's, that's what we need to hear sometimes. She didn't sometimes. just say it one week. She said it twice. She said it twice. Charters is shit, and he needs to know it. Thank you. Come back in, uh, Laura. And you know what I think I like most about Laura is that she always signs her feedback with C-U-N-T. And there's there's something about a girl that uses and and, uh, embraces that word that makes me just find them like a cool, like to be a cool chick, you know? And then I want to hang around. It's very appealing to you. Yeah, I like it. It's a very much of a plus for me when a girl likes to use the word uh, cunt, you know, it, to me it's like, uh, yeah, that's that word, yeah, that word, that was a good one, you know. I was a girl I went with, I lived with in university. Her name was Carol Ann, and she hated the word vagina, couldn't uh, stand it. Oh, I thought you were gonna say cunt. Well, no, no, she hated the word. That wasn't cunt. She hated the word vagina. She, she Don't say the, it. She hated the political correct word. She hated body it. it was too medical. Oh. It made her feel gross about her own self. She so says, just call it a cunt, is what she hmm. said. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. She's from St. Mary's. Okay. So stop being correct and just go right to the core. And, and I thought the world of that girl. Yeah. The world of her because of her honest opinion of, of that language. You weren't expecting that. <laughs> I was not expecting it. It was a big surprise for me, Beaver. <laughs> and what I did was, as I took it as a big plus, like I was really, she went from like a six to a nine in the, just by saying that sentence. Yeah. How much yeah. you liked her, right? Yeah, because it's cool as shit. She's Girl not scared of it. Words. No, I'm not scared of that word. It's not. Um, your wife, uh, your uh, wife liked that word? I would say no. Yeah? You wouldn't uh, use it in a dinner conversation? No, probably not. My wife hates <laughs> that word. Hates. Hates it, yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. Wouldn't surprise if she said it, but if, it would like be, if it I would, said it. That's it's, like a swear word, oh, right? Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. World. And if she's saying it, she's saying it for like to make an impact. Yes, yes. On the target of that word. You yes. Know? That person is a... Yeah. yeah. Whereas if I, I use that word, oh, fuck. Have you heard your wife say it before? Yeah. You have. Have I you have. heard your I wife? Don't, no, she's so sweet. I don't think I have. Have <laughs> you? Uh, I've never heard my wife say oh, it. Oh, I've heard my wife say it. 
I've only like even the F words that I've heard come out of my wife's mouth are like rare. Like I have to like cherish them when they come <laughs> because they're they're so rare, you know. But I use them like all the time. Like I swear all the time. Oh, I, can't I feel bad. I I worry like one day my kid's gonna say fuck real early in life. Yeah, just get used it's to it. Make happen. sure they use it right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not like it stand less happen. than a kid that's just sitting there going, like uh, they're swearing, but they're like this, this. Uh, they're just swearing wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Where they're like, uh, you know, yeah. what's wrong with this uh, party fuck damn shit? You know? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, that's you're not, not using it right. Yeah. You're not using it right. What's wrong with this fucking party? Yeah, God that's how you it. say it. Shit. That's how you use it. I think you figure it out like. Working with your dad or... Yeah, that's what I learned. Yeah. Your brothers and sisters. And then uh, if you use it wrong, then you should be punished. But if you use it right and they're getting how to use it already, where they're not, like, overusing it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to give them trouble, a kid. The odd... Swear word that gets mixed in a conversation properly, I'm like cool with it because that's you probably have that's a life skill. Yeah, but not like a dinner table talk. Right, we probably use it so often. You probably have trouble like when you, your kids were younger, like like disciplining. I I'd be laughing. Yeah, it's funny. That's guy. Yeah. I would be the same way. Oh, yeah, just laugh. I was backing out of the and garage. And then like be like, ooh, is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was backing out of the garage one time. I had two kids in car seats behind me. You know. And I think I hit my mirror on the way out or whatever, eh? <laughs> yeah. And I can hear in the, the back with the two little kids in the car seats, someone says, shit balls. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah, shit balls. And I'm like, how in the... Like, shit balls? Who says shit balls? <laughs> yeah. You know? That isn't me, is it? Yeah, and then one time I was like was doing you? something, I hurt myself, and I said shit balls, and sure as fuck... It was for me the whole time. I didn't even know I was saying shit balls. I, I said it for years. Too. Yeah. And then my kids were saying it uh, in the same context. context that I was using it. So, like, I can't be mad at them. But it was pretty cool. That's like, crazy. I, like, yeah. I have that with uh, my mom always used Dutch words for, like, swear words. So yeah. we wouldn't know them. And then I say these Dutch words to Dutch people. And they're like, that's not even a word. It's just made up. Oh, uh, she was just yeah, she was just like, blab, like she was just mumbling words. Yeah, she just made up her own swear words and said they're Dutch. That's a brilliant move. Yeah. It is a good move because you can have the swear. swear. She didn't yeah. swear. She you just swear. knew there's supposed. Oh, to be I knew. Swear. Yeah, it was <laughs> like when something was bad, I heard that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good thing. What was? Do you remember any of the words? Well, I mean, I, I don't want to say that it was a, something with to do with Hotferdoma. Oh, But it would be like Hotfermiliani. Like, oh. what is that? It's like Italian and Dutch. Hut for Miliani. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. yeah. But you know, Hut for Dama is yeah. like, gosh. God damn it. Gosh darn it. Yeah, it's not good, though. No. You don't want to use that around the, the Dutch. But the bad word is actually good for Dama. Good. Yeah. It's more hawk allusion. Good for Dama. If you do that one, then you're going right to That's hell. That's right. Right to hell. And, like, Dutch people will fucking be like, whoa. Yeah. But I remember a Hutford Dama. That was like a like a slang of it. You yeah, know? and you'd hear that. My mom would like mix the words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how you knew you were in trouble. Kevin, do you know French swear words? We. Oui. It's, <laughs> it's all about. It's tabernac. It's about the chalice and the tabernacle and the host. It's all about uh, stuff in uh, the church. Merde. That's shit. Shit. Uh, what's what's some other good ones? Tabernacle is like. So, like, if you say, like, uh, you say anything against the church, that's, like, the worst swear. In Hungarian, if you say uh, your parents' private areas, that's the dirtiest swear you can say. What? Hmm. Yeah. A zanyad pichayo, a zapad faso. Those are the two worst uh, swear words in Hungarian. One means a zanyad pichayo means your mother's vagina. And then a zapad faso means your father's cock. Uh. Yeah, those are swear words, bad ones. And then, uh, uh, so same thing, Jane, uh, my wife's mom will sw- say the swear words because she doesn't want to say English swear words. She says these dirty Hungarian ones. But then if you get a Hungarian around, they're like, what in the fuck kind of family <laughs> yeah, is this? Exactly. Like, because yeah. they're saying the worst things possible. <laughs> the worst family ever. Yeah. But it's like... Uh, it's foreign it, to us. Yeah, for yeah. us, it's like you're saying it to get you away just know from you're in trouble. dirty words, yeah. you know? But if, if it's your real language, you're like, you can't say the mother's vagina every time you like get something wrong on a test. It's 
the worst. That's the bad thing. You can't do it. Going straight to hell. But I don't understand the French saying chalice, like host, like tabernacle. I remember. I can't because I think my dad was almost similar with what you were saying. Where he would say something and it might yeah. be like a kind of a uh, spin oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something yeah. like like a, like a hybrid. Yeah, like they don't want you to learn that yeah. word, right? It was something other than tabernak that 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 was like, and it wasn't married. I'm trying to remember. It yeah, they just add on yeah, their own thing. Just like another like slang word that's close to it, and you can get away with it not saying it. Yeah, I got it. It works. Oh, parenting you know strategies. You know what? Also, last week on last week's show. We got feedback um, from, I believe it, from uh, an I on a Podbean. We got it on Podbean this time. Okay, Podbean. That's yeah. another place you can check uh, the podcast out. Oh yeah, that's their ho- our host there. Yeah. And it's it's from this one's from uh, Lee Wallace. Lee Wallace says to us, "A great episode. The band and Jordan killed it." Hey, Jordan. What up? Yeah. Yeah, boy. It says <laughs> Pete, Pete stayed on topic. Uh, who needs that anyways, though, right? And Ryan was a great guest. Thanks for coming out. P.S. I have a birthday gift for Pete. I need. We'll need to see you soon. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you. You're welcome anytime you have a gift, Lee. <laughs> Lee and Sarah are generous. They're generous. Fuck. And I don't. Need, uh, you know what they usually give, which is always well appreciated. Pepperettes. Oh, it's delicious. And if this is what he's cooking up. Is the more pepperettes? Perfect. I'll tell you. Good this timing. Is be the greatest day ever. But if it's less than pepperettes, Lee, I'm gonna tell you, you're not welcome back. Well, <laughs> it, it, it is deer season, so. Maybe. Yeah, that's right. A lot of meat being around here. Yeah. yeah. So, no, of course, Lee, you're welcome anytime. You are a shareholder of life on the Dutch Hall. You and your great wife have Bros. proven yourself Andrews. over and over again to be shareholders. You can bring in anything you want. But for anyone else who wants to become a shareholder live from the Dutch Hall, you got to bring something decent because, uh, you know, we're getting stingier. It's prestigious. We're kind of on the charts, you know? Yeah. I don't you know. See, if you've we got seen the number three. Exactly. Yeah, number three. You know who mm. likes that? Uh, some dude in fucking Australia has been listening to us for years. He was like, who the fuck is. It's a. Uh, oh, shoot. I should say his name. Uh, Emil Versteeg. Versteeg. He's a dairy farmer in Australia. Listen to us for quite some time. He says, Who the fuck is Jim Florentine? <laughs> Who uh, cares? They can't beat the Pope and the band, that's for sure. Is what Goddamn he right. Said. And I'll tell you, uh, you know what, Emil, and any other w- week that would win you listener of the week, but because we fucked over Lo- Laura Collins so bad last week, <laughs> Laura, you are oh, the forget listener. Forget this. Of the week. You're the listener. Of the week. This is your week. I don't know the song. That's good. I think we nailed it. Your vocals were a bit off, though. Yeah, everything yeah. was off. Squeaky. <laughs> I was um, nervous. You know what? The only other, <laughs> the only other person. If you guys want to give us feedback, oh. the way you Remember can do that it one. is you can go to live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com or you can go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want to do. Just find us, give us a message, and if you even if you see us on the street, we'll make sure we say it on the air to make sure we can make this show better. Thank you to everyone that's done it in the past, and thank you to everyone that supported our sponsors, like CleanFlow. Mm. Oh, yeah, how do you do that? Bring. Oh, yeah, it's up here. Yeah, that's it. Charge wow, that's, that. that's tough. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks, Shane. Uh, yeah. I redeemed myself from Listener of the Week. You are good at that. You're a natural. <laughs> Charge practice for weeks. It sounded like crap. Look at that. Eh? You just one try? Yeah, I got that one. That's unbelievable. <laughs> you know what, this week... We've just been doing this whole segment just to get to the one highlight of everyone's week, and that's our cookie lady. And Charters, try sniffing these from home, you dickhead. We got some cookies from our cookie lady. Susan, you're the best. You got it, Peter? Yeah, I can do it. Susan, we love you, cookie. We love you, Susan. Susan. Susan, we love your cookies, we love them, Susie. Your cookies, we got some Halloween cookies from the Susie. These are going to be so good and give me a sniff them. Sniff them. I'll do them. Yeah. Because we love them, Susie. 
pizza. We're going to eat them because they're so good, Susie. There's even one that says pumpkin patch on it. Yeah, pumpkin patch. Now, I got to tell you something. Susan Belanger, she's one of our greatest uh, uh, sponsors we've ever could even conceive in our heads. And she gives us cookies or some sort of like baked treats every week. These ones, she says, live from the Dutch Hall. Hi, guys. Not a Halloween fan, so this was not my favorite bake. Mm, Fair enough. I hope you enjoy the meringue, ghost pumpkins, mummies, and bones. Ooh, fun. And uh, I'll tell you something. Do I enjoy it? You better fucking believe I enjoy it, Susan. These meringues are delicious. They are delicious. Jane, you got to try one of those. Tell tell Susan what you think. And we didn't have Dave here to delay it for 10 minutes while we eat them. While he stares at it. Yeah. This is Dave. If Dave was here, he would smell it. And then he would, like, lick it. And then he would, like, put it down his pants for a while when he was off camera. And the thing is, like, people think we're just making fun of him for doing this. But he actually does that shit. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah. That's not an act at all. He sniffs it. He, like, gets right into it. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucked. It's like you're like, we shouldn't even be in here for this. <laughs> this seems gross. Should just be Dave and the cookies in here for yeah. now. You know who else is in here this week? Steven. Steven's not here. The real A rare guy. mess for Steve. You know what it was? His wife was on holidays this week. Oh. And yeah. Steve had to go feed the children. That old chestnut will get you. Yeah. He's taking care and of Steve his 25 his wife, children? Yeah. Steve and his old wife, I don't know if you know about Steve, he's a bit of a hippie. He's a bit of doing things the natural way. You know? Organic. Yep. Organic, the way God wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. So when his wife's away... Steve goes home and feeds his kids the natural way, you know? Like no barbecue sauce. No, no beaver. No. First, you got to get through the layers. <laughs> and there's many no. of them. Oh, really? Yeah. When Steve goes home, what happens is, Steve tells me, tells me this because we share an office during the day. And Steve says, you know, my only respite is the time where I'm in my vehicle on the way home. Because otherwise I'm working and then uh, <laughs> in the vehicle I have nothing to do. But as soon as I go home, it's the same old thing, you know? Walk in the front door. Four girls running the door hungry, wanting to be fed, wanting to be fed, you know? Me having to go to the living room, lie down on the floor, open my shirt, release my uh, <laughs> four breasts, and have my children suckle at my teats, right? And he goes, you know, it's, it seems easy enough, but you get dehydrated, you get tired, it takes a lot out of you. It's hard on them. And he goes, you know, to be honest, I'm not actually built for this. Is, it's that, more why he, of is a, that why he grew the beard? Beat him away with the beard? No, he grew the beard just to hide his shameful face. That's <laughs> where, and that's also where they clean up and they wipe. Oh, that's the napkin. That's the natural. Oh, <laughs> napkin. Daddy yeah. napkin. Daddy napkin. <laughs> Have you looked into this? Cause you're, cause yeah, they thought it was, well, Steve and I talked about it. And he's yeah. like, ah, it's kind of like steel hole. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? My kids are pretty tough. They don't mind. Yeah. I bet go. he's got the same, like... Skill. Well, he's exhausted. He has to, like, vent after the shows, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, I can only <laughs> handle this so much. Well, usually his wife does that. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, the times he's got to do, it's exhausting. His yeah, body's yeah. not made for it. No, no. Like, he pumps, like, at work just to keep <laughs> his milk up. Like, when he comes in during the day, you can see him every once in a while. He's like, oh, i got to take a 10-minute break, and he's in the back room. You can hear the pump just sucking on his old... Does he got auto? Or is it hand? It's auto. It's a little, it's a machine. He plugs it in the wall. You can hear it. <laughs> Except for when the boys from Interkip are here. Yeah. yeah. And they manually. They manually. Yeah, do. They would oh, do. Steve's like, oh, thank God they're thank here. Thank God, relief. Yeah. Oh, man. You should see Steve if he has been milked like through a whole work day and he hasn't taken a break because he's got busy. He's not thought of what's going on. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Steve's like, you can see him uncomfortable. He's got a lot of pain in his chest and stuff like that. And then I'm like, what's the matter with you? And he's like, oh, fuck, I don't know. And he's like, oh, I got to be milked, man. <laughs> and he's like, do you mind squeezing my tit? I'm like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Squeeze your own tit. <laughs> I know it's, you're, you're like, I know it's a lot of work, but. You do the fucking gross. I'm not going to squeeze a guy's <laughs> yeah. tit. That's odd. Right? Would you squeeze a guy's tit just because he w- shared an office with you? No. No. No, there's no, there's no form of friendship comfort to allow. No, any. It's, it's a weird request. It's a weird request. Oh, man. Don't you think? Very. He just wants relief. Yeah. It's like those, uh, 
But that's you can't do nothing about it. That's nature. Yeah, it know? is. When you need to be, when you need to release that pressure, you release that pressure. That's how the babies get their food. Yeah, family comes first. Anyway, Steve, I God bless you, Stephen. God bless you. I appreciate your love for your family. Um, please put a little bit of cream on that. It might be mastitis. <laughs> Rest well, my friend. <laughs> Don't touch it. So we're right. we're ready to get into the. Um, Halloween segment of our program. All right. And what we did was we put our crack team here at Live from the Dutch Hall <laughs> and we said, you know what, team? Go to the interweb. Find us some spooky shit that we can't explain. And let's uh, let the listeners at home and even the watchers on YouTube know about some of the crazy shit that's going on in the world so we can be aware of it. We can walk around with our eyes open. Right? Let's discuss it. Because Bieber, I don't know if you agree with me on this, but Bieber, sometimes people, they have, um, they look at people who see some things that are unexplainable, maybe paranormal, supernatural, that sort of thing. Yeah. And they look at them like, they're crazy for seeing that stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. But then you realize after talking to people, it's maybe more common than you think. You know, in some of these articles, Michael, have you ever seen a ghost in your life? No. No, I can't say I have. I, I, I've definitely in my old farmhouse heard noises where you're like, what the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. But never seen a ghost, no. Probably just mice and uh, bats in my house. Bats. Yeah. yeah, we've had a bit of a problem with the old bat. Peas. How about a Sam squanch? Uh, never seen a Sam squanch, never caught one. Uh, came cl lived with one in college for a year. <laughs> Good guy. Uh, that's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He lives in Alberta now? Uh, no, no. Uh, I believe he lives in Norwich, Norwich, Ontario. <laughs> It's funny you say that, uh, seeing a ghost. Uh, I had to deal with uh, an imaginary ghost at the beginning of this year, actually, with uh, my workers. Oh, your offshore workers? Yeah, they apparently had, they were very uh, descriptive, actually, about it. They right. were, there was a woman with black hair, long black hair, that wanted to fuck all of them. <laughs> uh, oh. I'm going to guess uh, 400 pounds in weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a wild out of nowhere and, uh, guess. Was pinning them to the bed. Oh, she was a big girl. Eh? Yeah. Aggressive. Sure. Are we sure this is a dream? This and this was uh, twenty-three men running out of the house at three thirty in the morning. Because there was an aggressive ghost trying to bang them. Yes. Why don't they want to bang ghosts? Like just. I don't know. It's something spooky about it. I guess I don't know. I didn't believe it. So then I went to the previous homeowner. I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty crazy. And he's like, yeah. I lived there for all my life. That doesn't make sense. So all I could think of was uh, I was just trying to float their boat, right? You know, you kind of, if you call bullshit on them, yeah, you know, yeah. they're your employees. So yeah. you can't exactly, you want them to work. So my dad had the same thing happen to him. Yeah. So I just, uh, we got a, a horseshoe. That's all I could think of. Yeah. Put an old horseshoe I found in the field. And oh, and put it up to say that this will this will give you get good rid luck. of the spirits? This will give you good luck. Oh, yeah. It was gone. This what we had Jamaican guys working on our place. whatever works. It, it worked. And they're like, "Boss, we can't sleep in the bunkhouse anymore. It's haunted, man. We can hear people knocking on the door all night long, and it's haunted. And like, we're not sleeping here. Like, you gotta give somewhere else to sleep." And he's like, "That's not fucking haunted, you know. Like, I'll go sleep in there tonight. Prove to you that it's not haunted, right?" Mm -hmm. So my dad goes and sleeps on the couch. You know, he just gets all nestled in for the night, sleeping in the bunkhouse on the couch. And all of a sudden, he hears something, a knock on the door. He thinks it's my mom that he forgot something. Goes to the door, nobody there. Fuck off. Right? Goes back to the couch, like saying, that's weird or whatever. Sure as shit. Another time, comes to the door. So you know what my dad did? Cut down this uh, uh, black walnut tree to tell the Jamaicans that it was just walnuts falling on the roof. <laughs> that was making it sound like knocking. knocking. But he, then he would look to me and say, like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell him I something. No, 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 yeah. no fucking walnut, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird, you know? Yeah, there's no, certain they... things he just can't explain. Like, uh, there's certain things, I'm not saying it's supernatural or whatever, but like, there's certain things that are outside of our understanding. You yeah. got to admit that. Oh, yeah. Because we don't even, like, can't even hear what a dog hears, you know? Well, like, in the end, with my guys, like, I wasn't making fun of them or anything. Like, in the end, people's belief in, or what they perceive is their own perception, right? So I just kind of went along with it and gave them a horseshoe, and I didn't hear anything after that. So I was like, it must have worked. Yeah. yeah. Horseshoe works. Yeah. We lived in a haunted house when we were growing up. 
it was like this old guy that owned our farm. He killed himself and hung himself in our boat barn. And I used to think that ghost was him. But then uh, we played with this Ouija board one time, and then me and my sister got this ghost uh, all riled up because I kept, like, fucking with him. No shit. Yeah. It was on a Ouija board, and then they're saying, like, uh, I was, like, being a dick because I didn't believe in any of it, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I pissed the ghost off, right? And I remember that at the time, too, thinking, like, ah, fuck, I pissed the ghost off. It's just me and Lori, like, uh, pushing the Ouija board thing around. And then my sister... Uh, went to go see like a, like a like a medium or something like that. Okay. And they asked, uh, "Do you ever did you live in this old farmhouse?" And they described her old farmhouse. And there and uh, she goes, "Yeah." She goes, uh, "You gotta go back there because your brother did something on a Ouija board that like pissed this ghost oh, off." Really? No way. Yeah, that's what that's what the person said. And then uh, the guy who bought that farm totally renovated that house in like yeah. two thousand. Yeah. It's like. Completely renovated and beautiful, like restored home. No one's lived in it in 20 years. What? It's just sitting there. Just yeah. sitting there it's empty. Just sitting there, yeah. Really? Yeah. So tell me. So you fucked with the course of time. No, I think I haunted, the, I helped haunt the house. The ghost what I mean. is so pissed. And yeah. The ghost is mad the at me in particular. It's like is, a movie where somebody's got to go play that Ouija board. Maybe it'd be the kid from Never, uh, Never Ending Story. What if it has to be me? Yeah, it maybe to it back. has to be you. It's like Jumanji. You got to just keep. Yeah, it like going. Jumanji. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to go to that house now. Fucking! Why don't you go do that? You should do that for Especially Halloween. Especially if they're after me, then I can go to that house, and then uh, like see if it'll get me. Hey, if no one's there, why don't you we went, go, why don't we go there after the show, and a little tape recorder, and uh, you and Lori well, should go, reenact exactly what you were doing. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to talk to the owner of the property before I break into his. <laughs> his uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't think. Yeah. Of, I wasn't thinking that. Might part. have that. Might have to clear it. Yeah, but other than that, I'm I'm with you on this. <laughs> okay. I'd like to go in the house. I'm not afraid. I'll do it. I'm not saying I believe in all this shit, but I'm like, I've seen some things. I don't know what, how to explain. You them. just don't know how to explain them, right? And not only that, I looked. Uh, my team had been online all day, and they found some shit that's like blown my goddamn mind. It's blown my mind. And I got to tell you, this is the first story. I'm just going to talk about it. It's a, it is a, a news story. And it says, he may have been dead for some time, but Michael Jackson's pop uh, remains pop's most controversial figure. And, uh, and his reputation for the outlandish grew last night after an outraged pet owner revealed his monkey had been bummed by the ghost of Michael Jackson. What? Yeah. Primate fan Brian Klaus, along with wife Beryl, who keeps two Beryl? What? Macaws at his crew, says, if I can get my hands on the ghost of Michael Jackson, I'd wring his perverted, unworldly neck. <laughs> Unfortunately, due to the very good nature of ghosts, that would be impossible. Or so the very nature of ghosts. But I'd certainly... Give it a rude, good exorcism or something. <laughs> he said, in, uh, he said uh, we normally don't get a peep out, out of the monkeys after dark, but uh, they were howling and screeching, so I went downstairs to have a look. In some ways, I wish I hadn't, <laughs> he says. I opened the door of the garage to find Silas, who was his monkey. He was being bummed by what can only be described as some sort of glowing, shadowy thing. It was obviously a ghost. The spook looked at me, and then when it hit me, it was like Mike, it was Michael Jackson, and he was making that same bizarre woo-hoo noise <laughs> that Jackson <laughs> used to make. Woo-hoo! <laughs> 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 I can't go there. While bumming a monkey, while actually like uh, having the glove on. sodomizing a, a, mon- a macaw. Then suddenly it disappeared. It was the most disturbing thing I've ever imagined, but more troubling... It was more troubling for Silas and his poor monkey bottom. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Preparation H. Brian, who admits to have been drinking a bit on Monday night, uh, <laughs> said to have come, came to Sunday sports to warn the monkey owners and their pets were at risk of non-consensual buggery by the ghost of Jacko. Warning. What he goes is because they have a community. They have people that own monkeys in England. And then he goes out to all his other monkeys and is like, you know what? You think your monkey's safe? Well, 
You're in big trouble. Jacko's going to bang him tonight. So let's paint Be this careful. picture. This guy owns monkeys, <coughs> and then he went... And he's a drinker. And he's a drinker, <laughs> and he's, he's seen a story, or he's seen a situation like this, and then he went and reported it. Yeah. It warned everybody, Beat. Wow. <laughs> we got a winner here. You never know. Yeah. Hey, uh, Brandon, I was wondering if you could uh, uh, roll the Bigfoot video. For oh, us. we got a video, do we? Yeah, we do have a Bigfoot video that I wanted to bring you uh, attention to before we end the show. And what I like about this Bigfoot video is that it is uh, it's, uh, well, a, a Dutchman. book, Sasquatch, The oh. Apes Among Us, Green interviewed Canadian outdoorsman Albert Ostman, Ostman recording his detailed Ashkan. and strange account. Ostman claimed he was kidnapped and held captive by a family of Sasquatch in 1924 while he was prospecting in British Columbia, Canada. This is the actual audio recording of Ostman's account made in 1966. I was out on a prospecting trip. I was in, I think it was about six or seven days. And I was camping at the place there. And the uh, there was a bottle. began to bother me at night there. I thought first there would be porcupines or probably bear or something. But uh, evidently there was something else. And uh, that went on for about three, four nights. And finally one night I was picked up by in my sleep and carried away. He carried me for, I don't know, well, probably three, four hours. <laughs> no big deal. Then no I was down, down in, in the valley. Then I was down in the valley. Where, uh, <laughs> of, course. of course, it was dark, you know. Of course. The reenactment. I heard a lot of chatter around. It's a little after four o'clock in the morning when he let me down. Ostman claimed the preacher carried him in a sleeping bag, which also contained food supplies and his rifle. Ostman didn't feel threatened by the strange creatures, but he also didn't feel free to leave, so he settled in and made his own camp. <laughs> I went in that by I noticed these people around me, four of them, two big ones and two small ones, but they were all covered with hair and no clothes. Never bothered me. They <laughs> evidently they had some reason why they wanted me there. I had a enough wood gathered up so I cook coffee. And I guess the aroma from that brought him near and he was sitting about 10 feet away from me when I was drinking my coffee. And then I opened a box of snuff, you see? Well, put it down. And I, when I opened that and <laughs> took a pinch, you know, he reached out for it, you know. And he emptied it right in his mouth. And, and he swallowed it. Ooh, and uh, that didn't feel very good. Greened you know. out after that. Tastes very good, I guess. So, and then he he had to have something to drink, I guess. So he grabbed that and he drank the coffee can, ground and all. <laughs> <laughs> As a result of the snuff and the coffee, the beast ran off, likely looking for water. That's when Ostman. Great plan. See you later. Yeah. What are the odds of that? It's really uh, that's the lesson to be learned from this whole story. Is yeah, that just it? have a dip. Like a tin of dip on you. Yeah, if you ever get kidnapped by a Bigfoot, what you want to do is you <laughs> go out, you get make yourself some coffee, <laughs> and coffee. get a nice thing of dip, and this guy's going to overindulge himself. Yeah, he's, he's not only going to toss it in his lip, he's going to actually he's eat gonna the whole take thing. Yeah. Bigfoots are stupid. <laughs> and, uh, what we've learned. Yeah. So don't do that. That's how you get away from a Bigfoot. You just need snuff and coffee. So this guy was like, you know what? It's brilliant. I'm just going to stick around here for a little while yeah. until I feel ah, hey, like... Hey, we'll shuttle in. Yeah. Good boys. Shuttle in. Gosh, there's four of them. Mm -hmm. well, too small and too big. I noticed they were picking me up. They had all sorts of hair like Portuguese. <laughs> I decided to just sleep in the sleeping bag for four to six hours. <laughs> and it should be fine. And he had enough food and his rifle in the sleeping bag. Yeah, it didn't yeah, take anything away. Know, <laughs> They're just friends. Don't you know enough uh, old Dutch people that this actually kind of makes sense? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I can picture an old Dutch guy saying, well, I'm not going to let uh, oh. all my belongings out. Yes, I've been here three or four times. I might as well shuttle in. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
<laughs> he brought me this far. Might as well become part of the family. He sent the Sasquatch an invoice for the snuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stole there it. There it is. That's the ending right there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this, the internet is a weird and wonderful thing. There's another one. You think you think of ghosts. You think of only uh, like human ghosts. Yeah. But it's not the case. We have an instance of uh, actually uh, one which is a, uh, a primate ghost. Oh. And uh, Brandon, if you could roll that footage for us quickly, the primate Hampton Hall in Dorset is haunted by a rather different type of ghost than you normally find roaming Dorset. around stately homes. The local tourist attraction and wedding venue is haunted by a masturbating monkey. Named as monkey. one of the most haunted places in England, the estate was built by the Martin family, whose crest proudly displays the motto, he who looks at Martin's ape, Martin's ape will look at him. <laughs> According to legend, the Martin family had a pet monkey that wandered around the sprawling estate. But one fateful day, one of the Martin daughters, who was in the midst of an unhappy love affair, decided to kill herself in a secret room in the house. Watching her end her life was the monkey who out of sheer loyalty stayed with her body. By the time the family found the body, the monkey had starved to death next to her. The monkey now haunts the house and is seen scratching at the panelling of the secret room and staircase in a frantic attempt to escape. But that's not the only thing he's been seen scratching, as he has also been witnessed playing with himself, as tourist John Morrison explains. <laughs> there. Martin the monkey yeah. haunts the house, loves to scratch his privates while swinging around. Sounds like awesome. We powers. didn't see him, which is a shame because <laughs> it would have been a real sight. A real sight. He was horny, baby. Yeah, you know what? I think that monkey was fucking sick, you know? Yeah. Because he, he, he seems to be getting off by the suicide of that other girl. Yeah, that's, that's odd. Twisted. I didn't, that was odd. Masturbating monkey, I thought like he was masturbating in like, the love affair. No. No, to the death. No, to the death. To I the think death. he masturbated to the death. Wow. That's a sick monkey, right? That is. Well, you know what? I don't want everyone to leave this program tonight <laughs> thinking the worst about monkeys. So before we sign off, oh, we're going to sign off, but then we're going to leave you tonight with something that hopefully will redeem you and your vision of all monkeys uh, from here on in because there is this last clip I think will kind of like change your viewpoint on everything in boat life. I hope so. Um, but it is a bit scary at the beginning. It is about the supernatural, so I want to warn you before we close. But before that, I want to tell you about a few events that are coming up. We still have November the 15th in Waterford at Swazi's. We have uh, a great lineup of comedians that are going to be there. We have uh, myself hosting. We have Brandon McIntosh and Tyler Shazma hey, from The uh, Great Life on the Dutch Hall program. It will be on that. We have a guest, a former guest of the show, AJ Bate and uh, nice. Jason Allen, yeah. that will be on the show. And we also have, for the very first time ever on one of our uh, productions, Jimmy England will be there, which if you haven't met Jimmy before, you're going to like him. He, he's a likable guy. And uh, also, if you're in the London area, London, Ontario, that is, you can come see uh, me, Shaz, and Brandon playing at the Fox and Fiddle in downtown London on, uh, I think that would be November the 13th. That's a Wednesday. And that should be a great show as well. So for everyone, please come out and do that. And if you'd like to give us feedback, do it at livefromthedutchhall.com. Or no, live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, or you can go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're either Dutch Hall or live from the Dutch Hall on those things. And before we leave with this very good video, I want to say one thing that's C U N T. See you next Thursday. Hey, do you want to wait till after the video yeah, to, sure. we'll to do the theme song? Yeah. We'll do wait till after the video. I want you to enjoy this because I think it does have some audio to it. Brandon, roll this thing.
Uh, I apologize to the audio listeners. We'll see you on TC next Thursday, everybody. Hit it.